Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Why it matters. Money FM 89.3. It is the evening runway. Elliot Danker and Timothy Go with you. A lot of us right now eagerly anticipating the festivities that's soon to come called Lunar New Year. Any particular favorite snacks? I just received my first batch of Chinese New Year goodies, media drop last night. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I've received none. Just saying. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, the pineapple tars, the bakwas. I particularly quite enjoy the yusheng. You know, the, the mm, yes, lohe. Yes, of course. You know, it's yes. very nice. Mm-hmm. In the, of course, uh, you have the, the salmon. The sweeter, the better. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is quite crucial at the same time to shed light on the potential impact of uh, sugary, starchy, acidic foods on our oral health. I'm talking about your waistline. You know, usually at this time of the year, that's what we talk about, right? How many calories in those pineapple tarts. But how do those pineapple tarts react with your teeth as well if you don't brush properly? Exactly. Must be acidic, right? Exactly. Uh, There was this uh, stat here. So, Changi General Hospital saying a staggering 90% of adult Singaporeans grapple with some form of, get this, gum disease. Mm. It ranges from a mild version of gingivitis to... I've never even heard of this. Uh, Periodontitis. Have you heard of this? Mm-mm. Okay, so we brush our teeth well. So I guess it's important to shed light on this and how or why we should prioritize our oral health. So what kind of potential toll can festive goodies have on our oral health? Let's find out. Dr. James Ho, founder of G Plus Dental Center and G Dental Center is joining us right now. Dr. James, how are you? I'm doing just fine. Thank you very much for having me on your show. All right. So I find this conversation quite weird, Doctor. And I realize why it comes from a time where back in primary school, we had to bring out little cups and toothbrush and we would brush our teeth after recess. And we've got that <laughs> habit implanted into us. But this seems to have died off. Uh, yeah, I haven't been up and up on the latest uh, practice, I guess, uh, on for our hygiene purpose. Maybe they don't want to keep the drain clean. Yeah, we don't do that anymore today. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Are Singaporeans aware of the importance? I have no idea what's the latest practice. I suppose um, they would refer to the school dentist or their own private dentist to take care of the little one's teeth. So, yeah. It is do basic hygiene, though, as what we, Elliot and I were talking about earlier. So he was saying you brush every meal if you have a chance to do so. I brush every time I wake up and go to sleep and when I leave the house. Aren't these common practices among Singaporeans? They should be. Yes, I uh, from the patient pool that I interact with, most of them would brush their teeth regularly. But one important ingredient is almost always missing in our population. And that's flossing. Flossing. Right. Is that the difference maker between teeth health and gum health? Well, first of all, we have to go back to the basics. Why do we even brush our teeth at all? A lot of people <laughs> say, you know, just you brush because you want to get rid of food debris. But the root cause of all the problems, we're talking about gum disease or decay, they all have to do with one common denominator, that is bacteria. The wrong type of bacteria in your mouth can cause not only gingivitis, periodontitis, or even dental decay, but the whole host of dental problems comes from having the wrong type of bacteria in our mouth. So brushing is only uh, some purpose uh, to remove some bacteria, but flossing is also a very important tool to to help us uh, maintain our teeth and gums in optimal health. Which a lot of people don't do. (laughs) A white dentist once told me to advise all my patients, you floss the teeth you want to keep. You floss the teeth you want to keep. That means you better floss all. (laughs) 
<laughs> so okay. sometimes we hear from our patients, do you floss? Do you, do you floss? Yes, I floss. And then when you uh, you know get to uh, the, the next level of questioning, they only floss whenever they get too stuck between the teeth. Uh, yeah. so most people yeah. do that. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to flossing, though, uh, doctor, it is not always the easiest thing to do, especially your molars in the back, the lower molars as well. It can be a challenge for some people with smaller mouths or big hands or who don't know how to tie the dental floss properly. That's right. This is most unfortunate because, uh, you know, if you don't floss all your teeth, then some of them will will get in trouble. Even the majestic molars, they are most uh, anchored teeth in our mouth, but usually they're the first one to go because of people's inability to reach back there to get rid of the bacteria. All right. So the purpose of this conversation, Doc, is really to talk about how the bakwa is going to cause a problem (laughs) Uh in our teeth. Tell us a little bit about the impact of Chinese New Year, the excessive drinking, excessive snacking, that impact on oral health. Have you seen problems or more problems happen this time of the year? Uh, you know, I'm glad for you brought up the point. This is when, when we snack all the time, when we eat all the time. Sometimes it, all it takes is one chunk of food that gets stuck between the teeth and that chunk of food then did not get removed in a timely manner. Sometimes you're too, just too tired. You know, you, you crash and then the bacteria get to work on those area for several hours uh, while, while they're there. So all it takes is a little initial seeds that are sold, whether it's gum disease or dental caries, and then it, it can grow from there. So, you know, when if you have only two bacteria sitting in there, it'll take forever for them to mount a serious attack. But if you've got a bonus of food stuck in there, then you, uh, conceivably you can harbor a lot of food in a very short period of time. Doctor, do we know how fast before any stuck food <laughs> can develop into bacteria in between our teeth and start damaging our gums? Because some people might say, okay, I forgot to brush tonight. I crash. It's okay. I'll do it again tomorrow. But within those eight hours you're in bed that you crash, can bacteria grow and develop and destroy parts of your teeth? Well, this is actually a math problem. Typically, uh, the bacteria can grow at a speed of 20 minutes per cycle. So if you, um, you know, if, if you allow a chunk of food in there, and then that conceivably can be the first initial insult to your teeth and gums and, and mm-hmm. start causing problems. So all it takes is the initial turning point where you are going from healthy teeth to gingivitis or healthy teeth to start, start having some decalcification mm. and then it goes south from there. I mean, obviously, habits are important and one would like to think that it's never too late to come up with these practices. I am curious, doctor, do you often come across patients who are afraid to go to the dentist? I find that weird because <laughs> I, I, I love going to the dentist. I find it weird. Oh no, he's putting this instrument in my mouth. How do you help patients overcome these fears? You know, this is most unfortunate because, uh, you know, it has to do with the childhood experience, I suppose. Okay. Uh, you know, if someone has any phobia, it, it may be related to, you know, bad childhood experience who, you know, and, and sometimes, unfortunately, we don't go see a dentist unless we absolutely have to. Yeah, yeah. And by the time you go see a dentist, they have to pick up, the, they take out the big guns and, and start working to save that tooth or, or the, the problem. But unfortunately, that's probably the least, the, not the first thing you wanted to a child. So. <laughs> So I suspect that initial trauma of you know, dental experience probably led to the subsequent years of uh, dental phobic patient you know, behavior. And then you, know, you don't get to have the optimal oral hygiene, mm. uh, optimal relationship that you can have with your dentist had it not been for this bad experience.
Call me weird. I like the sound of drilling. But anyway, um, going back to <laughs> gingivitis, periodontitis, I don't both don't know what yeah. is periodontitis yeah. is, doctor. Yeah. Maybe you can explain as well. But how can people know that they have these disorders in their teeth? Because I think many people don't know. Yes, uh, I like to shed some light on this. If I may, gingivitis is a reversible gum disease. If you allow bacteria to sit along the gum line long enough, those bacteria that can cause gingivitis. But when you brush well, floss well, usually the body can, is constantly healing. So if you have a fairly good immune system, you, you, you can recover without any problems. But the problem is when you allow gingivitis to evolve to, in the next form of gum disease called periodontitis, mm-hmm. that's when you know, the damage starts to um, come in. Because by definition, periodontitis involves bone loss, attachment loss that is irreversible. Yeah. Although it can come in a very mild stage, and even though you got, uh, you've got it properly treated in a timely manner, then, of course, it can leave no trace. But if you allow the problem to fest, then, of course, things can go from bad to worse in a hurry. Because you have gingivitis, you, know, you, you have a little pocket around the gum line that can trap more and more bacteria. How would we know if we have gingivitis? When, when we're brushing our teeth, when we look at the mirror and smile, I mean, is there a way for us to know? <laughs> you see bleeding gums, and that's the initial ah, sign. But unfortunately, okay. most people pay no mind to the thought. Course, and yes. thinking that, oh, maybe I brushed a little too hard. But uh, of course, brushing too hard and you know, causing some damage to gums can cause bleeding. But if, you, if it's, the bleeding is caused by the bacteria that have been sitting there for a little while, mm. and that's highly undesirable. Yeah, actually, you mentioned the, the bleeding gums thing, doctor. I got to admit, I don't, I'm not sure if this is because of my OCD, but I do sometimes brush <laughs> a little too hot. Could you advise us on the importance or, or assure us that, you know, it's okay to brush gently. You are actually brushing your teeth. Yes, you always brush as gentle as you can because when bacteria first form, they are just a thin film that soft bristle toothbrush without using force, you can easily brush them away. Mm. If, you, if you tend to miss this area, certain areas, then, and, and you cannot, because you cannot give proper strokes in that area, go get yourself a good electrical toothbrush and then it'll do the job for you in difficult yeah. areas. That's what I do. I'm lazy that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, going back to this gum bleeding, some people will have it when they floss or when they're brushing, as you mentioned, the first sign of gingivitis. At what point should they go see a dentist? If it does not go away after you start taking care of that area. So basically, if you've got bleeding gums, you brush well, you floss well, it should go away. Yeah. That's most people who have gingivitis, that's average experience. Hmm. But some areas, didn't, you know, in spite of your best effort, it doesn't go away then it's not, uh, maybe something, not a condition you can manage on your own. Go to a dentist, you know, so let them check it out for you. They will give you the proper diagnosis and treatment if necessary. All right, Dr. James, final question, really quick one. Any tips how to go through this Chinese New Year period with all the delicacies while still keeping good dental health? Yes. The one tip that you can take away from is to don't let food get stuck in there. And even if it gets food stuck in there, you can always dilute the sugary content in those foods with a sip of plain water. Right. That will, dilution helps. Oh, okay. 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 That's a good tip. That's the importance of drinking. Yeah, the importance of drinking water highlighted. So, yeah, there. gentle gargling after taking it. After you have something, anything mm. sweet, just have a sip of water. And that will take away a lot of firepower from the, these bacteria. That's and then you can take your, time to, uh, take your time to floss it out when you feel like it. Excellent stuff. We've been speaking with Dr. James Ho, founder of G Plus Dental Center and G Dental Center. Thank you for your time, doctor. Take care. Most welcome. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.